When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. West Cork Beard Company. Make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice. Or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast episode, I don't know. Um, one thing I do know is that I've had better Monday mornings. And I've had better Sunday evenings, to be honest. Lost 2-0 yesterday um, to the Tottenham. No, I think if I'm honest with myself, and I think if we're all honest with ourselves, it was kind of expected. Um, to be honest, well... That's my opinion anyway. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to you all in the chat box. Thanks for coming along. Um, 200 of you with us already. Deary me. Judges. Um, another North London derby defeat. Um, would you agree with me in saying that you were kind of expecting it? Oh, yeah, I, I was expecting it. You know what I mean? I think I, I'm just fed up now with... Uh, being let down by the players, you know, and, and um, listen, at half-time, I honestly thought it was going to be four, five or six. I, I was I was panicking, like, you know what I mean? I, I have to say, so um, 
I think you know uh, gives the credit to, to some of the players. At least they work. But let's let's be honest. It was ne- it was never going to come back in that game. They they had us right where they wanted us, and um, I, I'm I was annoyed. I'm still annoyed by the naivety of of Arteta and his tactics for the game. Um, unbelievable. Like you know, we played right into his hands, mm. Mourinho, and. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if we had 80%, 82% or whatever. That was because they allowed us to have it. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, they gave it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave it to us. They, yeah. they let us have it and, and we just played right into their hands. The fact of the matter is that we haven't got no one that can go in between the lines, beat players uh, and do something different. You know, look at Manchester United the other day against West Ham. Awful. You know what I mean? They bring on Fernandes. Different it's game. game. not yeah. that player that can do that. And that is the, the, the problem that we're at. Um, um, I, I have to say, looking at Mourinho, to you know, he's got his players all well organised. They know exactly what they want. I look at Arsenal; they're all over the shop. Whether we're going to a back three, a, a four, you know, I think that I look at the two managers. It's a manager that's got that got the players that he wants, so he can do what he wants, and a manager that is. is I, I think under all sorts of pressure, he's struggling. I think he's playing with, <clears throat> I think a couple of things. He's, he's playing, playing players that he, that the players know that they want, they, they're not wanted. So it's making it very, very hard. I think that um, um, some of the players are letting him down. I, I feel that, and it, but he continues to keep playing them. Uh, Aubameyang must be loving Willian at the moment because Willian's taking all the all the flack, you know, all the wages. Oh, he's on this wages, he's 31. Well, so is Aubameyang. He's on the same sort of wages, um, but getting away with, with murder as far as I'm concerned at the moment. You know, captain walking around. I see him yesterday strolling around. No movement, mm. no, no passion. And I'm fed up with these players continually keep letting us down, continuously letting us down. They knew we was going to get a load of stick. You know, we've had to endure the Spurs fans before the game being cocky, thinking they was going to win it. You know, I've never had that arrogance when when Arsenal were at their best. But, you know, maybe they're right to have it because we're that poor. You know, I've had fans, Tottenham fans saying how poor we are, laughing that's where we are in the league. We're 16th in the league if Brighton win today. That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. No excuses. You know, I do feel that the manager is making mistakes now, too many mistakes, and and he's trying to help, trying to get himself out of it. But, you know, he keeps making more and more mistakes. The party won yesterday. Listen, I think everybody was pleased that he was in the side, but clearly not fit. You know, what does that tell you? It tells you desperation. You know, a manager that's desperate to get a result, desperate for something, you know. But then I look at it and I think, well, okay, you know, this all started in the summer, as far as I'm concerned, with the Martinez decision. It's continued, you know, with poor management, poor man management, should I say. You know, letting Guendouzi go and and, and punishing him because he's younger, I suppose. And uh, and then Willian goes off to Dubai, clearly against the the rules and regulations of everything there. Does he get punished? Does he get whiplashed? No. Does he? Yeah, he's, he's straight back in the side and then gets into the side. You think, right, you've, you know, and I'm sure Arteta's saying to him, look, you know, I'm going to take a lot of backlash from this, produce a performance. He's done nothing. Mm. He's been poor. 
Also Jimmy, Pepe as well, you know. Pepe nuts well, the Pepe's fella on the pitch. Down yeah, with what yeah. he's done. But what worries me about the team now and really worries me about the team is that every single player's performances have dropped. Drop, 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 drop. And I'll tell you this now. I, I, if he loses against Burnley, I think at the end, of, if he loses to Burnley again, uh, with, um, and plays those same players, I, I can't see anything happening. But if he was to play Balligan up front, uh, play a few of the youngsters, and they did lose against Burnley, I think the fans would give him a little bit more time. But he continues to keep playing these players and they continue in... So let it down. How many more bad games is Bellerin going to have? I don't blame Bellerin whatsoever. I blame Arteta for continuing to play him like, you know. And, you know, this, this, is how, this is how I see it, right? And this is the difference between... Sorry to go on, I'll let Mark come in. No, right, when you look at, 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 at a goal, the goalkeeping situation is massive to me. You've got a goalkeeper that was playing really, really well. And what happened was he got axed. For whatever reason, for a goalkeeper, uh, whether you think he's good enough or not, that's a different thing. The way it was done was wrong. Then I look on the flip side and look at Chelsea. Chelsea spends £70 million on a goalkeeper. He ain't doing it, right? So what do they do? They go and get another goalkeeper and, and do it. You know, that's how it is. We, we get a goalkeeper that's doing the business and we drop him. And I think that that has had a fundamental fact on players because what he's telling you is don't matter how well I play the bigger the better signing the one that's on the more money is going to come in and then you've got this manager chirping on about um, uh, he's chirping on about oh you, you, you get into the team in merit, on merit well that ain't that ain't necessarily true neither so everything he's telling you is, is not weighing up properly and, yeah, and, I, I'm getting a bit worried I mean like everyone everyone, 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 everyone knows my Everyone knows my stance on the manager, and um... yeah, and I, I I understand that. Right, two things I want to say about the manager. Right, I ca- I I can't defend the manager no more. I'm having an argument with someone on Twitter, not on Twitter, on on a, on a WhatsApp. And he, 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 if if you want to sack him, in that you can't sack him. And the reason he's saying you can't sack him because we sacked a manager a year ago. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. If you if you if you want to sack a, a man, if you if you don't think he's good enough, you can't can't not sack him because you sacked a manager a year ago. That that that's immaterial. You know what I mean? Like I don't think I I I I, I can see why they, they want to hold on and, and say, but I do feel that the one thing that's in his favour still is that he's not been back properly. And I mean when I say back properly, I mean for, for obvious reasons, I think at the end of the day, Ozil has been told, he's been told he can't play Ozil, all right? Okay, that's fair enough, right? So then give him someone to replace him. He's not done that. The board have not done that. So I don't know what the answer is. I really don't know. But can someone tell me, you know, in, in a justified way, can Balligan do any worse than what Aubameyang is doing up front at the moment? You know, can... can you know... Uh, Maitland-Niles, Smith Smith Willock, Martinelli, you know. Two players come out of that game with credit yesterday. Tierney, who I thought was outstanding, and Saka. You know what I mean? 19 and a signing a couple of seasons ago. You know what I mean? And it's just, you know, Gabriel done okay. But the rest of them are just not up for it. And then they keep continually letting us down. And I, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. 
Mark, obviously, like I was just about to say, everybody knows my stance on the manager, but I mean, even for someone like me, yesterday was hard to watch. Um, you know, it, it was hard to watch. My fear is now that he goes into the Burnley game and he picks the same team, and I, I think he will. I think he will He, he will stick with the Bellerins, he will stick with the Xhakas, Um until I, I just hope he... he he doesn't turn into this Arsene, Arsene Wenger way, where he just keeps on playing the same... Because Arsene Wenger done the same thing. He, he showed blind faith in poor players and then was wondering why he couldn't win or, you know, he couldn't win cups or he couldn't win leagues um, to, uh, to, towards the end of the career. Do you think... Do you think Mikhail Arteta was brought in because he's the yes-man? <laughs> it's possible, isn't it? Possible. No, I generally, I generally believe that the board brought in a lad who, who they thought was going to be the next big thing. You know, the, when you, history, if, if you look at like sort of the Barcelona model, which is the academy he come out of, you know, they have this continuity of, of managers that have come out of the, the production line who know the club from top to bottom and they play in a certain style and a mould. And I, and I think we sort of tried to go down that that way, you know, to try and continue this expansive attacking football, uh, but but to, sh- you know, to get some sort of stability to this back line. And it, no one can d- deny the fact that he has brought in a stability to the back line. It, you know, it's been really unfortunate with the Louise injury. Um, Bellerin's, I don't know what's going on with Bellerin. It, you know, he's at fault yesterday for many, many things. The foul throw thing's really starting to grate me. Um, and, and you know, okay, he's marauding up the pitch and he's trying to create things at the other ends. Fantastic for a fullback to be doing said things. You know, there are other fo- fullbacks up and down the country, past, present, and will be in the future who create stuff going forward. But you've got to remember your duties. And playing against a, a counter-attacking side like Spurs, who have got... The the informed duo in Song and Kane in arguably world football right now. I, I'm going to say that that those two walk into any side, <clears throat> and, and Barcelona are diabolical at the minute. You know, di- you know they lost this weekend. Barcelona horrendous. They are all over the shop. Uh, Real Madrid, if they lose at the weekend, Zidane's getting sacked, uh, or if they you know if they go out midweek, they're not qualified yet. In, in the Champions League, he, he could potentially get sacked within a week, and they may turn around. You know, they 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 could they could pick Song up tomorrow, and he would go into their team. He's that good, and we left him unmarked on our wing. And Harry Kane went, "Oh look, there's Song in thirty yards of space, and he's only got holding to beat." What do you think the outcome was going to be? I mean, Bellerin tries to get back and all he does is fill a gap. Nobody puts a challenge in, you know. It was so predictable and so sad. But, you know, to answer your question, I think the board have taken a massive chance. We know this. He's unproven. They've seen something in him. He's come across fantastically well in an in a, in a interview clearly and they've they've gone with it they've gone with they've gone with it haven't they they've, they've said do you know what we like this we're gonna we're gonna buy into this and and they've gone for it but my my other thing is whether or not as a football club we can afford the big names I mean Ancelotti was available at the time we, ne- we never got near him 
Mourinho was available after Emery. We, we never got near him. Um, right now, Allegri is touting himself all over the world's media, saying he's rested and ready to return. Uh, and Pochettino is out of work. You know, arguably two managers that are proven that could slip straight in this and is, make a difference. Is, this, this is why I asked the question, and I'll come to Lee on this one. This is why I asked that question. There was Allegri, there was Mourinho, there was Pochettino. Um, you know, the list goes on. Why Arteta, Lee? Why do you think Arteta? Well, if, if I'll be honest, because, he, you know, I think that they could take liberties with him. I think, that, you know... Well, this because, is exactly my point. He's a yes, because, you know, he's you know, going to do whatever they say. You know, you look at... Um, um, Emery last year, he come out publicly and said, I want Zaha. You know what I mean? Zaha wanted to come to Arsenal. They didn't go out and get Zaha. They went and got um, Pepe. And you know, Zaha is scoring goals this season. He's added some goals to his game, Lee, hasn't yeah. he? He's, he's got mean, eight, 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 eight goals in 10 games, I think. You know, he's oh, he's really oh, motoring now. Always a player that we needed, like, you know what I mean? Right? And, and, and then, and then uh, you know, He's wanted a while this all all of the, of the season, you know. He, he, listen, Abemian. This is what worries me about Abemian. Abemian come out just before the season started and said, oh, "I'm really looking forward to playing with a while." What does that tell you? Mm. And then all of a sudden, he don't get he don't get that. Well, of course, that's his supply line gone. You know, you're cutting off his fuel, aren't you? Like, you know, what I mean, that's you know, unfortunately, like a player like Abemian needs service, and you just you know you haven't got that. You took that away. So then they're right, okay, who are you gonna go with? And 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 I think this might put untold pressure on Arteta to find to do that. He's not been and so there we go on another one. But you, you look at someone like Mourinho, you know, he's come in and he said, Well, I want this, I want that, I want this, and I want that, and he's got it all. And he's also got it a lot cheaper than what we've gone and got our two players for, apparently. So someone told me today. You know, but he's got the players in every area that he wanted. Now, you you know, and all of a sudden, they, 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 it's allowed him then to get rid of the players that he didn't want in the side, i.e. Deli Alley and uh, Danny Rose, and and look what's gone on with him. And you know, you 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 have to say that it's it's all great with the of bringing in the coach and everything like that, and it was working. It was working in August. We have a break, the transfer window, and all of a sudden it's capitulated. So there's got to be a reason why. Why, you know, in between August and now, what has happened for it to go wrong? The only thing that I can see is the transfer window mm. that's come in and then and the squad of 25 players. And all of a sudden, it, it's it's just gone gone pear-shaped. And I think that, you know. He's finding it very, very difficult. If you're a player, right, and there's rumours that Lacazette is one of these now, which is coming out, that he wanted to be sold, and he said no, he didn't want to be sold, right? Is he? Re you know the club want to get rid of you, so are you really into it? You're going to really be hundred percent into it. You knowing that the club wanted to get rid of get rid of you and sell you, you know. Oh no! Well, I'll wait till my contract runs out, like in, in you know in January. I, I can go on a free and do it all that. And there's four or five players like that, and this is the problem. Good point. You know what I mean? Like we've, we, we, it happens sometimes along the line. It happened with with Tottenham with um, Ericsson. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, and they actually, in the end, they got rid, you know what I mean? But they have one, we've got about five, six, seven. You know, it ain't just Arteta that's the problem here. There's other things that are causing problems as well. You know, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for us all to say, right, sack the manager, get rid of the manager, because he's the one on the, uh, he's the beacon. He's the one that everybody looks at. And I get that. But I'll tell you something now. I'll be very, very upset if he goes and not, not some people follow him. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. Uh, like recruitment and, 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 and people like that all should be sacked because they've all messed up. You know, the person that signed William should be sacked. You know, who, who arranged that? Because we, we're stuck with a player. We're not actually stuck with him because we can actually sell him after after a year. You know what I mean? Whether we can or not, I don't know. But yeah, it, it, it can be, it? be possible. But, you know, uh, you could get him off your books if you like, you know. But, but the, the recruitment mistakes have been continuing to happen. You know, I know we go on about Aubameyang. You know, everybody was going mad about him and everything like that. And, you know, maybe rightly so. But he was 31-32. You know, and and at the end of the day, you know, look at him now. I'd rather, you know, do you, would you would you sell him now or or, or, or what? Like after what what's going I mean, on? I think. I'm, 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 sorry, I think I'm with a Bamiang, and I'm going to say this now. I I feel he's been let down. I think he was promised things in the summer. Yes, I was just about to say it. Yeah, and it, and it hasn't happened, and he's 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 not happy. Because he did tell us that you know he, he would stay if if he saw um, what's the word I'm looking for he, he would stay if if he saw some new players coming through yeah ambition know? and new players coming yeah, ambition, in ambition exactly that um, it hasn't happened I mean his video Mark will come to you did you say will, will come to you what kind of body language did you think that sent out to the fans the video before the North London derby I mean I watched it and I was actually cringing at it it was horrendous. Mm. It's all, it's all opinions and it's all susceptible. Um, it's, it's, it's just, he, he's just that kind of guy. He's just a cool, laid-back kind of guy. And I, I think our biggest issue with Aubameyang, like, is he's, he's, he's not a leader of men in the traditional fashion. As Harry always says, you do well to find one of them these days. Now he tends to be the leader on the pitch is your best player. And at the minute, he's going for a horrendous vein of form. You know, not too dissimilar to Vardy last year. And there's no surprise that Leicester's form and league position plummeted when he went seven or eight games without scoring a goal. Similar situation to what Aubameyang is in now. This is football. This happens. Things go around. But the only problem is with this football club is that we are so dependent on one man that when he doesn't play or score goals, we are buggered. He is all we have got and that is why he's on the contract he's on, because without him, we are relegation fodder. Make, you know, make no bones about it. Burn, Burnley are going to be fighting for their lives when we play them, and they will turn a corner this season because they won't go down. <clears throat> Sooner or later, they are going to start picking up points. <laughs> and it could easily be against us. We are in a massive transitional period. Now, you've got to back the manager and people oh people that's well oh he's this he's that he's a rookie he's this that and the other he has had two windows and in those windows he has signed Gabriel and Thomas Partey and he's he's struggling to get rid of the dross 
there's big rumours that Juve are in or someone's in for Socrates uh, and all this sorts of stuff. I think people will go out on loan at the very least in January and some of these bad negative vibes will leave the club. Uh, and the Ozil thing, you know, he's all that, you know, he's, his Twitter behaviour is, is getting embarrassing, you know, with the way he's touting himself around on there. You know, he, he needs to have a serious word with himself because that is embarrassing what he's doing. You know, he's he's there or the love of the fans. There's nothing quite like having the love of the fans behind you was the latest one I've seen. You know, it gets yeah. over it, mate. You know, we stopped, yeah. we stopped singing your song years ago. You know, it's done. Move on, for goodness sake, for, for your sake and ours. You know, and, and, and this is going to take time with Arteta. Do we give him time? If we don't give him time, what we're going to end up with is a squad of fractured clicks of him left by Wenger, him signed by Emery, them signed by Arteta, and then the new guy's going to come in and guess what? He's going to sign three or four of his own lads, and we are going to be in all sorts of serious bother. We have to give this man next summer after all of these dross go out. Now, I know what you're going to say, Lee. If we are in the bottom three in February, then the board, of course, will pull the plug. And I'll tell you what, when they do, if they do, God help us if we're in that situation. But if we are, this club is spiralling out of control. And I, as an optimist and, and a positive person, would like to believe that sooner or later, something's going to click with Pepe, William, Aubameyang and Lacazette because quality has to shine through in the end. They cannot carry on being this bad. Let's be honest. And and we will turn this around. We are only five points away from seventh. It's not a lot. It's two games. Yeah, it's just quite point. Just before you come in, Lee, um, I just want to bring these in. Alexander, thank you very much for your kind donation, sir. Um, five foul throws in a season. Out. <laughs> Two crosses. Is this what we do now? Uh, great podcast, lads. Thank you very much indeed, Alexander. And thank you very much for your uh, kind donation. Let me just... Well, you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have one foul throw, let alone five foul throws. I know, so. but do, do you know what, right? It makes but that me ain't laugh. the major issue. That ain't the major problem. It's not the major issue, but what makes me laugh is, is that... Um, about 10 minutes before that, the Spurs player did it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No one, no one said nothing. Yeah, that's a foul throw. He, yeah. he, he, he yeah. didn't give it. I, I totally agree with that. But, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I noticed that as well, yeah. You know, his foot come up off the floor and I was sitting here yeah. going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, nothing. Um, Adam, thank you very much for your donation, mate. Uh, board members gone. Get rid of our scout system plus a load of more staff. Um, so what... So what were we really expecting? Yeah, Um, very true. Uh, Lee, I I just want to bring this point in. Um, I saw it on Twitter earlier. Um, And this comes from North Bank Nadim. Um, It's just been brought to my attention after 11 games last season, Manchester United had the same points tally that we have today. They finished fourth, and mostly because of their final 10 to 12 games of the season. Not saying we'll get Champions League, but come on, some of the stuff I'm seeing and reading is woeful. What do you make on that? You know, I, I have to. I the, have hysteria, to the hysteria that's going around at the moment. You know, well, I, I have about, to do that, and I've said that all along. Look at Manchester United last season. 
They were in a, uh, nowhere near in, in it. They then bought Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez, and things clicked. That is what Arsenal got to do. But they ain't got to do it on the 31st of January. They've got to do it on the 1st of January. They've got to give us something straight away. We need something. We need a lift. We, I think Mikel Arteta needs a lift. I think, he, you know, he needs a player that's going to come in there and take the ball by the horns and do things. Now, whether he can do that or not, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure that he can do that. Uh, can, and, you know, if you say if he signs a while, is he going to come in and be a, a, what Bruno Fernandes is? There's no guarantee, but we need something in there to go. We got rid of Guendouzi and Torreira in the summer, uh, loaned them out. We replaced that with Elneny coming in. We've not replaced those players. You know, I mean, people can slag off Guendouzi, whatever they like, and what, but he would have done a job yesterday better than, than Shaka. Shaka has had his day now. He's had his chances. I'm fed up with people turning around about Granite Shaka and saying, oh, he's good with this partner. He's good. Well, we need this partner. He needs that partner. He has had about 10 different partners now, and he's still not cutting the mustard. So somewhere along the line, you have to turn around and say, well, maybe it's Granite Shaka. And it's not a criticism of, 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 of him as a footballer. The Premier League just does not suit his style of play. He does not get around the pitch quick enough. It's as simple as that. Like, you know. Um, I was a bit disappointed not to see El Nini start. I thought he would play with the El Nini and Partey partnership, protecting the back for and make us. Do you know what I mean? I, I was disappointed. Yeah, the team team. I was disappointed. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, I would have gone there. Oh, you know. If I was manager, and I'm not, this is, you know, I'm not saying I'm a great manager, a great person, or whatever. I'm just saying my opinion is this is my opinion. My first choice would have been Sabias. The second choice, you know, would have been El Nenny. Touch and go between them two. My third have been, would have been uh, uh, Shaka. But he seems to be in there straight away. And that's that's the disappointment of it all, like, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, um, uh, you know what? These are the things that you have to do. I think he needs. We haven't got a midfield player. How many goals has you Sabias and Shaka scored this season? None. They don't look like scoring. You know, more foul throws than we've scored goals. That <laughs> does look like scoring. He has one bad game, or maybe maybe two bad games, and he's out. He's out. I see Willian having seven bad games. Not scoring, not doing nothing, still there. I see Shaka playing six, seven games, still there. I then see Sabias have a couple of bad games, out. But Bellerin keeps playing. Maitland Niles has a good couple of games, out. You know, That's an interesting point about that, Maitland Niles. And, and, and Barry's just brought it up in the chat about Maitland Niles playing in midfield, Lee. I thought we had a great game against. Um, uh, uh, Austria, and I get that people are going to turn around and say it's Austria, okay. But I, I've, I've, I'm not going to criticise any. Like I've watched Willian play in the in the Europa League and not pull up trees. You know, I've seen other players playing in the Europa League and not pulling up trees. The fact of the matter is, the Europa League team, whether you think it's good or whatever, has won five games. The 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 first, the, and then the, the 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 team that's in the Premier League has lost six games out of 11. It's won four and lost and drawn one. Yeah. Something's not working. Do something about it. Don't keep playing the same players all the time. 
make something up there. If Maitland Niles has had a good game in midfield in Europa League, give him the chance to play in there. I'm, 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 you know, I'm not blaming Arteta for bringing back Partey. You know, someone, the, the medical staff, complete and utter letdown again. I, I, I'm no expert. I haven't got anything about medical about me at all. I've got them, right? And I can see that David Louise isn't right after 10 seconds of coming on the pitch. But no one else can. And they let him go to half-time, costing us a goal, and then say, oh, you know what? He's not right. It's pathetic. Mm. They then send party out who lasts 35 minutes. When he's not fit, someone should have said no, no, he is not ready yet. I agree yeah. with you. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people are blaming Arteta for the first goal, for for sending him back onto the pitch. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure where people are blaming the manager when the player has just walked off the pitch. Would he, he 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 do that under Simone? What do you think? No, no, so why is why? he doing it? Why is he doing it? Yeah, why why does he feel why he can take the piss here? Yeah. Well, I think someone had just told him that um Atletico Madrid were about to go top of the league and he was thinking, I'll, I'll just walk back. I'll <laughs> yeah, just, I'll just walk oh, what back, what yeah. have I done here? <laughs> but Lee Lee brings up a great point there. He would never I mean, I can't see any player dreaming of walking off the pitch under Simeone. But why he's done it, why he does it here. Um, who knows? Uh, this one comes in from the Arsenal Lounge. Fantastic podcast. Definitely one of my favourites. Always a good conversation. Uh, I just think there is no plan B. It seems like let's cross the ball and hope someone will get on the end. Um, I believe he's talking about Arteta. His inexperience is showing sadly. Yes, um, I, I have to agree. You know, I have to agree. Everyone knows my, like I said, and I keep saying, everyone knows my stance on the manager, but I agree with that. Yeah, the, the, the experience is showing. Um, the Arsenal Lounge, uh, which Lee is part of, please go and yep. subscribe to them on YouTube. Uh, get over there, uh, follow them on Twitter every Wednesday. Follow them on Twitter um, and subscribe to the channel. It's an interesting point I'd just like to bring up that, you know, that chap mentions there, and it's a valid one about this crossing. Now, what seems to be happening with me with Arsenal at the minute is one of the most frustrating things in the world. And I don't want to talk about Ozil because, you know, we, we, we said before, for years and years and years, we had this front line and we didn't have a defence. We now seem to have a defence and we've sort of missed the link to the attack. For years and years and years, we had a, a, a guy that stood in the middle of the six-yard box who could score anything. You know, even if it was behind him, he'd find a leg on it and then flick it over the goalkeeper and stuff like that. You know, And we've, we've now got Kieran Tierney who's, how wicked at whipping a ball in. He's unreal. And we've decided that this is the best policy of our attack, the best way of our attacking Spurs' six-foot-four centre-half pairing of Alderweireld and Eric Dyer when we've got William and Lacazette attacking it. Does that... That doesn't, it doesn't seem... No, it's a ridiculous uh, tactic. And, and the balls he was putting in were fantastic, don't get me wrong. And you don't have to be six foot six to win a header in a six-bar box. You can be Ian Wright, nicking, getting in front, getting across the front of your man and just redirecting a ball in the bottom corner and stuff. And it nearly happened for Lacazette. And, and Laurie's got down, good save towards the end of the game. You know, so it can work. And uh, we're so far at fine margins, isn't it, a game of football? But but Tierney deserves some credit because he is some some uh, whipping a ball in. If only we had somebody on the end of it. Do you know what I mean? He, I he, thought he Lacazette was, done all right yesterday. To be honest, he's he's okay, isn't he? He's always yeah. okay. Yeah. 
I thought he'd done all right. This one comes in um, from Pramud. Um, Lee, I'll come to you on this one. Arteta has signed 10 players this window, including extension. Um, Cedric, Luis, Saka, Aubameyang, Martinelli, Gabriel, Partey, William, Ranison, and Mary. Why give him another window? That, that's, that's a very, very good point. Very good point because he hasn't got the player in that window, funny enough. That there's, there's certain players that he hasn't gone there. Is that, you know, like if you're going to include the goalkeeper, that's because he sold the goalkeeper. He's had to go and get another goalkeeper. You know, and let's, let's be honest, that ain't an improvement on, on what we had. Um, you know, like uh, the Cedric and Mari one. Mari, I, I, I think, will be a good player for us because uh, obviously um, he's uh, been injured. Cedric one baffles me. Why sign him? Why why sign him? You know what I mean? It's a baffling one. So th- there are arguments from from that point there. I, I I still feel that when I look at that list there, the, the main ingredient that he's not replaced is the midfield where we need goals and creativity from those areas because. I don't uh, this thing about the crossing, as far as I'm concerned, you know what I mean? We could have crossed all day because that's what Spurs said. They said, look, you know, like we'll give you the flanks, you can cross because we've got two centre halves that are going to head the ball nine times out of ten, and we're happy to deal with that. Yeah, we'll catch you on the break. Uh, yeah. uh, they've done it against Manchester City as well. And Manchester City, by the way, with all their money and everything, have not been quite the same since they lost Deco, who could come on at times. You know, and win them, win them the title that day. If he didn't come on that day, the Aguero goal would have never happened because they it was someone that could put crosses in. We've not got a plan B, nor of Manchester City, and probably to, to a certain degree, nor nor of Liverpool. But they've got other players in in areas that can get goals. Now, do you need goals in midfield if you go if your scorers up front, your free up front, are scoring for fun? Well, no, you don't. But our, we've never had that. We've 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 only had a Bamiang scoring for fun. No one else really contributes that much. You know, here and there, they get three or four. Lacazette might get into double figures, but there's no goal. Willian has not got no goals this season from the wide. Saka's got a few, uh, uh, sorry, um, um, uh, Pepe's got a couple, mainly in the Europa League. But we haven't. There's no one, no one doing it there. You know, uh, Eddie comes on. You know, and and you know, I look at other teams and other clubs. You know, their replacements coming on, and we've got Eddie that's you know learning his trade. Somebody said a great point the other day. I, I think it was um, Alex Scott said it on. You know, that a lot of these players, young players, they should be out on loan now at a club, banging in goals, learning their trade. You know, I think it, she was saying about Chelsea. Chelsea players, all of them, Abrahams, Mount, and all that. They've been in loans for two or three seasons, and now have come back and doing their things, at, doing the bits at Chelsea. We've got Willock, Nelson, uh, Eddie, all learning on the job. Not only are they all learning, we've got a manager learning as well. You know, the, 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 it's just not the right recipe for success. You know, these players should be out on loan and the, the experienced players doing the business, but they're not, you know, and, and this is the problem. And I, I, I and listen, I I can, I can't argue when, when people put up these stats about Arteta at the moment, like, you know what I mean? But really, when you look at that, we look at those players, is that going to get your top four of those players? No. You know, the two players, that I, I think the real main signings that we've made that, that, are, that are going to contribute are Gabriel and he has. 
You know, Party hasn't because of injuries. He's going to be out for another eight weeks now. But that being it, and Willian, which has been a complete and utter mistake disaster. at this moment in time, yeah. it's been a disaster. It's been, a, you know, what I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to work. I mean, and, and, and the players that are listed there as well are not really going to turn a Bamiyang on, are they? Um, no, no. You know, I mean, you've got to go in there and you've got to say, you know, when in the summer when he signed that contract, I, I, I honestly thought, right, I wasn't absolutely going wild because a Bamiang signed. I thought I looked at the bigger picture. Oh, he signed because same as me. He's been promised things, and we're going to get this and get that. Now it hasn't happened, and whether that's why he's not very, very happy at the moment. Because I'll tell you what, if you've if he has signed it, hold on a minute, I could have gone for nothing at the end of this season. I've wasted another year now. You know, you've promised me this, promised me that. So until we know the truth about that, I don't know. So it'd be very interesting that they might have actually said to Bamian, well, we'll get, we'll get you what you want in January. Let's hope they do. Absolutely. Uh, this one comes in from Pids, 1990. Cheese and biscuits, anyone? Um, so much love for you all. Good evening to you, Pids. Um, I think he's got some on the go. There you go. No, it's all gone. <laughs> what a surprise. It's all gone. Um, right. This one comes in from... Uh, no, that's not the one I wanted. That's not the one I wanted either. Uh, Turd Arteta. Oh, our, our original. Charming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't find it now. I hate this. I hate this. Do you know what? I think I'm actually going to turn the Super Chats off because I feel so bad if I miss them. And then if I don't get them quick enough, they disappear. Yeah, but you see, they, they, they go with the chat. Oh, okay. uh, this one comes in from Henez. I hope I've said that right, Hen Henez. Maybe we need to accept Arteta is a, uh, Arteta is a pragmatic manager, like Jose, Conte, <laughs> rather than attacking philosophy managers like Pep, Klopp, Bielsa and Potocino. What would you say about that, Mark? Yeah, and I think there was a uh, there was an Irish lad in the chat. I, I don't know him personally, but his name was something Irish, something Irish Tony or something. And he he was saying that Arteta was a cute, cautious midfield player, and 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 he seems to be the same as the manager. But it's just a strange one that because um, the Arteta that I can remember, uh, you know, when we signed from Everton, was was scoring goals like for Everton, you know, going forward. He was a bit of a number 10, you know, he was a creative kind of goal scorer. And he came to Arsenal, and like Wenger does, he sort of moulds people into see something different. And obviously, he was getting his legs were going, he's getting a bit older, and he adapted his game like intelligent people can do, good players can do. And um, he became a holding midfielder for us, you know, and it was good. He was good. And I, I still I still believe that he's a, he's a very good coach. I do believe he's that. But what I'm asking and what we're going to find out in the next six to eight months, Craig, is whether or not he's a good manager. And, and, and to be a good manager, you've got to be able to lead a team through the good times and the bad. And, and um, he led us to a fantastic high in the FA Cup final. And we're grateful to him for you know rewriting our history and, and, and all of that. But Shut he up. can't. He can't. Um, he doesn't get a free ride. He doesn't. I, I know he doesn't agree with me, Craig. He doesn't agree. He doesn't with me, agree with you. No, no. I think he's giving, not he's many people that. do. But I don't care. I'm just blind faith in supporting Arsenal, and I will 
do that. I will support this, Arsenal, and I will, I will support them. Who, you know, I, I I am not a billionaire. I cannot buy this football club, and and I'm also not a business mogul. So I don't know the ins and outs of com- the commercial world to get the revenue that we need to buy the best players in the world. I I can't help with that. All I can tell, like Lee, is what I see with my four eyes. Is whether or not people are trying, whether or not they're playing well or whether or not they are repeatedly making mistakes. Bellerin is repeatedly getting caught out of position. Now, if that's because he's too eager to get forward, then maybe he should be playing bloody right wing instead of (laughs) Willian because he's creating more going forward than Willian. But maybe Ashley Ainsley Maitland-Lars should be playing behind him. Do you know what I'm saying? If he's good going forward, which he seems to be Bellerin, I mean, you know, if, if Uber, if if he'd have whipped that ball two yards in front of Uber, then then Tottenham don't break and score because Uber rushes into the goal and buries it. You know, these are the silly little things, and, and uh, we're making silly little individual errors, and that's not the manager's fault. The, you know, the manager can put out the best team he's got available to him with a game plan, but if the micro decisions that you make on a pitch are not clicking then it, it, it just doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, you lose. That's football, you know. But I do believe we're going to turn it around because I, I'm a fan and I support them. And I just hope, you know, maybe I'm an yeah, idiot. Yeah, so you're like me, yeah. I mean, I I totally, but I, to, I do believe that Arteta's going to turn it around. But, you see, I always go back to when he was first given the job. We all sat here and most Arsenal fans, most Arsenal fans would have sat back and said, this is going to take time. You know, ten months. We all did. Ten months is not time. Now I'm not talking about people who didn't want Arteta in in the first place. That's fine if you didn't want him in in the first place. But he's here, Um, and we all said that it was going to take time. It is going to take time. For me, ten months isn't isn't long enough. Um, Alex, this one comes in from Alex. This was a super chat question. Thank you much for your donation, mate. Sorry I missed it. Um, Again, like I said, they move on so quickly. Uh, It's it's the best and the favourite podcast. Thank you very much, mate. We appreciate those words. Uh, Makes it worth doing when we get comments like that. Respect to you all. I want the board, Edu and Arteta, to come out with a statement on how they're going to address the current situation. Show me your plan and reassurances. Lee? We're never going to get it, though, are we? No, are we? we're never going to get it. But it would no. be good if they got some sort of assurances. To, you know, to just put the to, to you know just stop the unrest at this this moment in time. And you know, I, 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 I you know, if if people want to uh, don't want our set in, I can't I can't defend it at this moment in time. Whether I think it's the right thing or not, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm really now. If if they were to sack Arteta tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. And you know, um, if I'll be honest, and if they they want to stick with him, I wouldn't be surprised either. And I understand what everybody's saying at the moment, but like you know, I do feel that you know someone on the board has got to come out and say, look, we're going to do this and do that. Especially if they've guaranteed the signings or got the look, the way to the way to do that and to say that is that come January the first, they go bosh bosh. There's the two players you need that. That now, now look at us go. Now, if they were to bring in those two players and we continue to stay in 16th place, then there's even more problems. Yeah. But I don't think that will happen. I honestly think that um, what will happen is that um, they, 
in January also, which I think is very, very important. The board need to resolve the Mesut Ozil situation and a few of the other players and get them off, off the cards. And if it means bringing in people are saying, you know, maybe I've heard rumours that Jack Wilshere may be coming back. Like, if that's the case, then then that's the case. Whatever the board do and whatever the management do, I'm going to try and back it as best I can. But when you're seeing things like I'm seeing at the moment, it's very, very hard to back it. And it but I'm not going to turn around and jump all over Arteta at this moment in time. But I understand. I can see the frustration. I feel it myself. And the one thing that I will say, and no one knows this quite like that, but if he has lost the dressing room, then he has no chance. Yes. Let's get that on. Let's get that on board. What I'm watching at the moment doesn't look good for that. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was lying in bed last night, you know, racking the brains, and I was thinking the same thing. You know, I go back to that. I go back to that Aubameyang thing, the video of of the the, the derby. I was like, oh my god, this is awful. Like, you know, it it, it wasn't the Abami, the smiley Aubameyang, the laughing Aubameyang, the, the the one that we used to. You know, the happy Aubameyang. Uh, he looked, he looked just like he just didn't want to be there. Like he got out of the shower and said, "Come on, you know." Pierre, we've got to go and do some press, you know, and he'd be like, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what it looked like. Uh, this one comes in from Flo. I was hovering around this one because um, this is a good one. How can you give inexperienced, uh, an inexperienced guy time and hope he comes good? Um, Lee, could you answer this question? If Arteta gets, if Arteta gets sacked, will any other Premier League team go after him? No, <laughs> no one will touch him. No. I, I agree with that. You know, how can you give an experienced guy that? Because I, I tell you why, because he won the FA Cup. He, he proved that he can do it in these uh, semi-final against big teams. He's proved that he can coach the team to beat Chelsea, to beat Liverpool, to beat Manchester City. I will say this was again, as I said before, all in August. Since August, things have gone wrong. I don't know why they've gone wrong, but something has gone wrong. Um, and I, 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 I get that. I get what he's saying there. How can you, you know, listen, we didn't back an experienced manager like Emery when he was losing games. You know what I mean? So are we going to back uh, someone that's, um, that, that's, that's inexperienced, not winning games? No, of course not. Like, you know what I mean? But at this moment in time, we, you know, we haven't got a choice. We haven't got a choice. You know what I mean? That, that, that's who they're going for. What will determine Mikel Arteta? And I, I don't care what anybody says. You know what I mean? Like, you, know, you can say, oh, yeah, give him to the end of the season. To that, If he loses to Burnley and then he goes on and loses to Southampton and he goes on and loses to uh, Chelsea and then he goes and loses to Everton as well. So you lose the next four games and he loses to Manchester City in the Cup. There's no way that come January with the transfer window in hand that the club will stick with him. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? The results will dictate and that's the way it is. Now, I'm sorry, but that is how football is run. Mikel Arteta knows that. He knows that he's under pressure to get results. He knows that. And, you know, but I'm telling you this now, boys, I am not wishing that Arsenal lose games to get rid of Mikel Arteta. I can tell you that now. I want us to win games of football. I don't care who's the manager. And that is the fact I want Arsenal to win football games. I don't care if Arsene Wenger's a manager. I don't care if Emery's a manager. I don't care if it's Arteta, Freddie Lundberg or whatever. At this moment, I want Arsenal to win games of football. They didn't do it under Wenger. 
um, because for whatever reason, towards the end, you know, and they certainly didn't do it under Emery, you know. And the, the fact of the matter is, no one was calling for Arsene Wenger's head in the first 10 years because results dictated what a good manager he was. And, then, and no one was going on at Emery after 20 games into the season. But once he started losing his head against Crystal Palace and then in the cup final, people will start losing it. And it's because of the results. Led me on there, brilliant. Um, Vlad the 10th, look at Emery at Villarreal now. Proves that the current Arsenal board and Edu are crap. Mark, does, does that... Yeah, you know that one, Mark. I think I know his dad. I went to school with a Vlad the Knife. <laughs> What's he saying? What's he doing? He's doing well at Villarreal, is he? Yeah, I you know. I don't care. I don't really concern myself with what's going on at Arsenal. Although, again, I've got a little look. You know, Emery's a good coach. Let's have it right. He's a good coach. And he's, but his problem was he, was his uh, communication. He, he had no communication with, with the board, with the players, with the, with the fans. And if you, can't, if you can't communicate your ideas across to a predominantly a group of English speaking or, you know, uh, Spanish. I don't know. It was something was wrong with the communication, wasn't it, with Emery? And, and he lost he lost his way and he lost the dressing room. And, and like Lee's quite really, rightly saying, if Arteta does that, as, as, as with any manager, like uh, Mourinho did at Man United, he lost the dressing yeah. room, he lost his job. You know, I don't care who you are, what you've won, how much money you're earning. If the players don't want to play for you, you're finished. You know, you're only as good as the tools. A tradesman is only as good as his tools. And Arteta's tools are pony. He's got half a squad that he wants. Uh, and he's been terribly unlucky with injuries with Mari and stuff like that. Yes, we could argue he's made a couple of mistakes, but not mistakes that have cost us vast sums of money. You know, Cedric, you know, none of us get it, right? None of us get it. Don't, whatever, don't get it. But he ain't cost us a bomb, has he? You know, he's just there on an average ways and he didn't come in for a, a big fee. So it's not bother, is it? You know, the, the big mistake that we've had in recent years was Pepe, wasn't it? But we all know why we did that instead of Zaha. That was because of the instalments, because we couldn't afford to give them £85 million up front. So we've had to put up with, with, with what we've got, you know. But, yeah, he's a good manager. Emery, if I'm right, he, did he, he won the Europa League three years on the trot with Villarreal mm. or a couple of years on the trot. That's why, Sevilla. Yeah. So, so, and that's why we brought him in, wasn't it? Because we had no chance of finishing top four at the time and he was in the rugby league and that was the best chance we had of getting back in the Champions League. And let's be honest, he very nearly, if, if, if only for not for one game too far, he very nearly done it, didn't he? You know? And then if he'd have done that, if he'd have won in Baku... He'd have been a bloody hero, wouldn't he? Because he'd have got us back in the well, Champions if we'd, League. If we'd have beaten Chris you know, and this is what I'm saying to you. It's margins, yeah. isn't he'd it? He'd still be here, wouldn't he? Yeah, know. he would. And do you know what? I didn't mind him. And actually, sometimes when I see the lads in the group chat say, good evening, I actually quite miss him. <laughs> yeah, good evening. <laughs> good evening. Um, I loved him. Now, he was fun, wasn't he? He was fun. Something I, something, something I wanted to finish on. Um, obviously, the poor performance and lost the dressing room. And a, a lot of people are talking about you know, players not being up to scratch um, and things like that. I've gone ahead. I don't know if you saw me tweet it out. Um, I've gone ahead. Uh, let me just bring this uh, super chat in first. Uh, this, oh, no, that's not it. Um, where are we now? Here we go. Uh, maybe we need to get relegated. Cronky will sell Arsenal. Stop being a cash cow. The owner of the board, the director of football, etc. need to go. Um, whereas well, I agree, I agree, with, yeah, I agree with the I agree with the bottom bit, uh, but I'm not too sure I want to. I'm not too sure I want to see us go down. 
Um, this one comes in from Elliot Roberts. Can't sell hype, sell hope. Play our talented kids. Just coming on to that. Um, play our talented kids in problem areas until they can do, until we can do better. Yet too stubborn and tactically in, uh, inept. Fire Arteta, um, says Elliot. Something, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but I've actually gone ahead and picked a team um, that I wouldn't mind seeing against Burn, uh, Burnley at the weekend. Due to the, you know, it, more of, more of me being a ruthless manager, uh, manager. and I, I wanted to put it. I wanted to put it to you. Leno in goal, Tierney left back, holding centre half with Gabriel, uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles at right back, Elneny just in front of the centre halves with Willock and Smith Rowe um, on either side of Elneny, just in front, left wing Saka, right wing Nelson, and up front Balogun. Judges, would you like to see that team against Burnley? Uh, I, it wouldn't bother me. The only one that I'd like to see is Marvin coming in place of holding. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, like too many chances. As my, far my, as I'm my whole point really is that it can't get any worse. No, it can't get any worse. I, listen, I would play Belligan up front against Dundalk, give him a run out in that game, and then I would also play him against Burnley down the middle alongside whatever on the left. So Rasky's got his best place, and he cannot do any worse than what anybody else is doing. On the right-hand side, I would go with, like, Nell, but I, I don't know if Nelson was injured or whatever, like, you know what I mean? I would go there. I would definitely give uh, Smith Rowe a go in midfield. Why not? I'd play Ainsley Maitland-Niles in midfield as well. I thought he was brilliant the other day in the midfield. I thought Cedric done okay in, in, in the game at right-back. So, I'll give, you know, you bought him as a right-back, play him at right-back, Maitland-Niles in midfield. I would do that. Oh, and uh, do you know what? I'd... Whether he's had family problems or not, I'll stick Saliba in, like, if if, uh, if we don't want to go with Mari. Go, give him a chance um, and 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 uh, see what he can do. Uh, he cannot do no worse than anybody in there, like, you know. I'd make, I'd, and I, uh, you know, if you're not going to, if if you're if with that side, if you're not going to put a Bamiang in, I'd make Tierney captain. But, um, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm going to say this as much as he gets some, you know, I think Aubameyang, you, you can't quite leave him out at this moment in time because he is, a, he is a goal scorer. But I'll tell you what, if he doesn't do it against Burnley, right, I'm quite happy to see him um, be left out. Lee, you see, you've got a bit of a fan here. Um, these players won the two trophies. Does that mean that these players need time too? The FA Cup has blinded most fans. Lee, look at him for, for the here and now. Are you willing to stomach what you are seeing? Uh, 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 I'll be honest again. You know, this this cup team is not the team that he had before. The goalkeeper was doing his bits, wasn't he? Like, you know what I mean? And we got rid of him. Now, that was was that his decision or not? We don't know. You know? Uh, and listen, players... Listen, Arsenal are a side that can beat anybody on their day, yeah? We know that. That's why they've won, they've won the cup. But they cannot do it over a consistent level of games. You, even the Bamiang, if you look at it, will go one, two, three, four, five games. But you know, he don't play well every game, and, and that is why we have been in the Europa League for the last four or five years because we do not have the consistency of players to 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 go through and play week in, week out, top performances. We've not won since we won at Man United. That tells you me a lot. We go to Man United, which is a great result, and then we haven't got the mentality to go and do the, the bread and butter results, you know. So 
when you when you're a, 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 a footballer, you you can get yourself up for playing against some big teams. The, the, the trouble with that is you get yourself up to those big games, right? And the nine times and play good performances. That's why you'll see the likes of all like Brighton's and Southampton's doing really well against the top teams. They give it their all, but they just don't get over the line. They might lose 2-1 and all that like that, but they give it their all. But then when they come to play the team down the bottom of their same ilk, you know, they don't put in that performance. And that happens at professional level. It happens at semi-pro level. And it will also happen at, at amateur level. But the fact of the matter is, the higher you go up, when you when you play against players, they're as good as you. Whereas with you're a professional footballer, when you go into the professional footballing players, they're all professional footballers. So you must be decent to be a professional footballer. If you go into the semi-pro, they're half decent as well. You know what I mean? Because they're getting paid. You know, so that is what 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 happens. And these players at Arsenal can play one week really well and play uh, when they've got a cup final or semi-final at it. But to go and get the grind of the three points and keep it going week in, week out is mentally as well as physically and as more more important just as talented. It's, you cannot have just talent. You've got to have the whole three. Unfortunately, Arsenal fell on a lot of those things. And that is why you get up and down performances because they're not consistent enough. I'm not going to ask for score predictions this week. I'm going to see if I can break the hoodoo. Um, so, look, over 800 of you tuned in this evening. Um, to right, watch. that's good. Yeah, very good. Um, if, amazing numbers, to be honest with you, after losing the derby. Uh, you keep coming back in your numbers, so we must be doing something right. Um, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter um, have, have been tweeting me saying that um, I should charge for therapy. We we should we we should be charging um, for therapy for Arsenal supporters. Look, lads, if you're coming along here and we're making you feel a little bit better, um, I'm all for that. Um, thanks for your tweets and thanks for your for your great messages. Um, before you all go, if you could hit the like button, that would be great. Um, it helps us along our way. If you're watching this on um, if you're watching this on replay, before you go, if you could give us a like, that would be great. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, West Cork Beer Company, below in the description. Um, a nice Christmas gift that would make. Uh, before we go, any other business? Yeah. Um, congratulations, Beth Mead. 100 appearances for Arsenal ladies. And all the best to Kenny Sampson. Yes. Yeah, I heard that very, today. Yeah, yeah I heard yeah. that today as well. He's not very well. Just heard that just now, as happens. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was just going through Twitter and saw that. What a uh, great left back he was, by the way. Not a very well. Over 300 appearances for Arsenal. So over a not, you know, good, consistent player. I think he only played for us for about eight years and he made over 300 appearances. So he didn't miss too many games while he was there, did he? You know, not like some of our players today. Mm. Top, top player. He was. Yeah. Um, he certainly was. Uh, look, I'll leave you with a stat, you know, because we know, you know, I know you all love stats, right? So here's a stat for you Arsenal and Tottenham have played 201 times. Arsenal have won 82 of them and drawn 53, and Spurs have only won 66. So we're still well ahead. I'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, also, when they, when they start giving you stick, 29 years, two League Cups, big club. Big club, mm. massive club. Um, but look, we can sit here all day. We can sit here all day um, and and read out those statistics. But at the end of the day, boys, they'll have the last laugh because they beat us. 
Um, I can honestly say, right, as long as Arsenal stay up this season (laughs) and and Spurs don't win the league, this season will have been a success. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get the dross off the wage bill at the end of the summer. We're still in the league and Spurs ain't got a trophy. I think that's the best we can probably hope for. Look, we do... (laughs) We do sometimes, we have got great history of having the last laugh over them. Um, will I put myself out on a limb on a whim and say, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Who knows what's going to happen in the next six months? Could we, have the, could we have the last laugh? People are going to be laughing at me and going, what are you smoking over there, Craig? Who knows? We, could, we might just have the last laugh. Um, Thank you very much again. Uh, like the video. If you're listening to it on SoundCloud or you're listening to it on iTunes or Spotify um, or Amazon Music, hello to you and thank you for the support. Oh. We're getting there, lads, aren't we? It's coming, isn't it? The Christmas special um, is on the 21st of December. Without Mark. Oh, what? I am Mr. Christmas. I've organised the Secret Santa. What are you on about? That's true. Uh, we've all we actually done the Secret Santa. So on the 21st of December, that's going to be um, our Christmas our Christmas show on the 21st. <laughs> so until we see you again next week, um, hopefully we've got something good to talk about. Uh, we've got a Europa League clash coming up and we've got a league game with Burnley. Hopefully it'll be a bit more positive. Uh, my thanks to Mr. Judges. No worries. Thank you very much. <laughs> my thanks to Mark and his right oh, I didn't realise how long it was. Sorry. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> and of course, Brilliant. my thanks to everyone for watching. Until we see you again next week, um, take care of yourselves and each other. And of course, up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.